Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Black Tie Moving is the best moving team in town. If you're relocating home office, cross town, cross country, make sure you call my friends at Black Tie Moving. 316-6196 is the number. Write it down. 316-6196. They're the best team in Memphis. They're affordable. They stay on budget. They're licensed, bonded, insured. Their movers are professionally trained. They're on time. They stay on budget. They're pros. Call them. 316-6196. Book your move now. It'll book up fast. Moving season's always here. Black Tie wants to take the tour of moving your things out of your hands and make it that much easier for you. Black Tie Moving is changing mood in the city of Memphis. Call today. I talk to five. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. Five ambassadors at the University of Memphis. I wanted to know, what do you think about the situation with NIL? What do you think about the situation with the leadership? What do you think about Ryan Silverfield? What do you think about basketball? What did they have to say? Let's do the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. So, yeah, it was an exercise. I said, you know what, man? This is a critical time for Memphis athletics. And Laird, as we talked about, sent out that pretty desperate letter. You know, hey, if you don't give one to $2,000 a month, then we are going to lose student-athletes to the transfer portal. And obviously that was about football, more so than basketball. Basketball is self-sustaining. Penny Hardaway is Penny Hardaway. He has a lot of money. That's taken care of, it, of itself. Memphis football, however, we know, has nothing, almost nothing. Um, and so I said, you know what, this would, might be a good time to reach out to some donors, ambassadors that I know, and I do know quite a few, and just get, what, get their opinion on things. What do you think? Now, what does it mean to be an ambassador, Jason? You have to donate up front $500,000 to the University of Memphis to be an ambassador. So this ain't, this ain't uh, I got football season tickets and I go to the games type stuff here, all right? These are the people that Memphis calls when they need money for projects, when they need money for NIL, when they need money for whatever it is. These, and I don't know what the number is. I think the number has gone down in years, right? But, you know, there might be 50, 60, 70. I don't know exactly how many of them there are. But um, it's a very small number relative to, you know, season tickets or 
Memphis fans or graduates or whatever. And so I, I, I know f- five um, pretty well, pretty closely, and I reached out to them. And it was interesting. Um, I won't read verbatim, but I would say, and I, don't, I didn't know, by the way. I didn't go into this knowing what each of these ambassadors was going to say. I didn't, you know, I did, I, it was totally unclear to me. Um, and that's why it was an experiment. You know, I, I thought that was worthy. Um, and I would say that the overwhelming majority, uh, the, the four of the five were very pessimistic. Four of the five were really down about the future, were really down about NIL, were really down about leadership and the new president. And look, this, this these are just opinions, okay? But they are opinions of people who make the train go. Mm-hmm. At Memphis, it's just the truth. Uh, it's a small group of people, um, and so making them very important <clears throat> opinions. Absolutely, some feel, and again, I'm not trying to re- make say that this is representative of everybody, but some feel that the outreach is not good enough. Uh, and 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 look, there's some ego in, involved in this too. I don't want to sit here and act like there's not. I mean, when you have the purse strings, you feel like you deserve X, Y, and you do. I mean, you do. You do deserve an extra trying to get your money. special treatment, you know, and they feel like they have not been afforded that. They feel like they have not gotten that. They, you know, in one case, one of the ambassadors said they have not met the new president, right? Which feels like that is like first order of business kind of thing, if you ask me. Um, and 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 so that was their experience. Uh, one ambassador said, "I ain't given a penny to NIL because I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the concept. I don't think that we can compete. So I'm not even going to get involved in that." One ambassador said that they felt like it, the whole thing was mismanaged. One ambassador said he loves Laird and Bill Hargrave, mm-hmm. uh, and that he just he he just truly thinks that they're the the right people at the right time for the University of Memphis. And I got opinions from 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 others who said they do not believe that the university is well positioned with the current regime to to get into a power league. I think my biggest takeaway from talking to these again handful of donors, handful of ambassadors, but these are I mean between the five. They have given well over $10 million to the University of Memphis, okay? I mean, we're talking about real, real money here. There is a fatigue. The, the same fatigue that I kind of hear you have um, about conference realignment and about conference expansion, and, and that's not good, you know? That's not good because when I bring it up, and I, and I understand, you know, you're so jaded by the process that you don't even like to give oxygen to it, and they – for the most part, again, I'm not saying every single ambassador feels this way, but the majority of the ones that I did talk to, they don't believe. They don't believe. And in some cases, they said they're not giving anymore, that they feel like they've done enough and that they're not going to keep giving. That, 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 and, and there's a lot that did not make the peace. I will say that. There's a lot that did not make the peace. But one of the things that, um, that did not make the peace that one ambassador said was they've got to – actually, two ambassadors said this. They have to find other people. They have to stop coming to us every time because we're at our wit's end, essentially. We, more ambassador types. Yeah, like yeah. they need new blood, essentially, is what uh, – and where is that new blood? I don't know where that new blood is. That's tough to yeah, find. Is that, is that out there to be, you know, to be had, to be yeah. – those relationships to be cultivated? Yeah. So, and I think there were – you know, 
I'm not trying to make this is not a, like intended to be an attack. I swear it's not. I, these were all very open-ended general questions, and I just sort of let them say what they felt. Mm-hmm. You know, and I granted them the anonymity because we know that people only really say how they truly feel. <laughs> you know, when they're granted anonymity for the most part. Not everybody requested it, but I felt like you know, hey, if if three or four, might as well just do the whole thing. So, yeah, I thought uh, I, I thought you know, it was a pretty pessimistic view overall of of the future of of Memphis athletics I there was more positivity about football than I expected you know about where it is right now yes yeah one person said that uh, and I think this did make the article um that the ROI on football is way better compared to to Memphis basketball Mm -hmm. there are donors that feel like Memphis basketball is really underachieving and there are donors who and I know we'll get to this there are ambassadors who are sick of being in the news for the wrong reasons. Um, like the the I had one ambassador text me yesterday. Um, hold on, I'll pull it up because I think it's sort of. And, and, yeah, I need to know what news for the wrong reasons. Instructive. Uh, which what you're referring. This to. This is what one ambassador texted me yesterday. Memphis football announces today for the third straight year the highest GPA. Memphis basketball announces NCAA violations. Rinse, repeat. Like there is a, there is also a, you know, it is not all rosy in there on the basketball side of things either from a donor perspective. Now that's just one. I get the the most recent, but the the whole IRP thing is because your president said, "Come on and get it." Yeah, yeah. That's why that happened. And uh, they they uh, one of the ambassadors, and I didn't. One of your ambassadors did say that. Rudd was good, but overstepped his boundaries. Yes, yes he did say that. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would apply it to that. One, decision. one. I don't know if this is true because I don't. I don't know if there's any way to look this up. But uh, another reason why that there's there is this fatigue setting in about Memphis is that they and it's, as, as it relates to conference expansion is that they're on probation. And one ambassador told me that there's never been a school that's gotten into a bigger conference while on probation. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but that is what that is what they said. And so they just don't. The, the the bottom line and the way I sort of ended the piece was if we got into a bigger conference we would all be surprised. Yeah, I mean that you talk about how down I am on on conference realignment or even the the, the talk about it had been for a while, but it shifted with me and we we've, we've talked about this that mm-hmm. what what Laird's got to convince these ambassadors of and clearly they still need convincing. Yes, they do. Is that really the new goal is to be positioned to dominate the AAC from a football standpoint and be one of the you know, the best thing outside the Power Five and be that representative in the college football playoff. Like that, and that's a that's a lofty enough goal that I think you can get people excited about that. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. So then what? You're playing the, the number five seed. You're playing, you know, whatever that looks like uh, uh, in a college football playoff. You know, that, that to me, and, and, to, and, and, and again, the symbolic seat at the table that matters to Memphians mm-hmm. and that fan base and more importantly to those people that matter the most that are donating those ambassadors. That's what you should be selling to them now. Giannato had a column about it. We were, we talked about it with him a couple of weeks and, and I'd been there the whole time. You should be selling that now as opposed to yeah, you're right. Understand the fatigue on conference realignment and where we are and doesn't look too good right now. You've got to shift that thinking of them. And so, listen, I, I talked about this with Jeff because he pointed out your piece, asked me some questions about it. And I'm sorry for that. I don't think you should have to answer. Well, no, I, I think it's a good enough piece. It's 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 newsworthy that we should be absolutely talking about this. I'll give Laird credit because clearly in at least one case, John, you had an ambassador who was, I don't know about NIL. Mm-hmm. Laird goes in, has a meeting with him, gives him a talk before the video and the letter, 
and this person has now doubled down on what they were giving. So, so it can be done. Mm. It, it, clearly, you convinced this one, and so for the other four that were down on NIL a lot, like I told Jeff, Beach is batting 200, at least with those five. Mm. You got to get the batting average up. And clearly the evidence shows you that you can convince them, mm-hmm. just got more work to do. So I, it's, 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 it's what we thought in terms of them feeling tapped out. Yep. Right? And, and it does. I know it's not representative of all of the ambassadors, but it gives you a nice little toe in the water of, of, of I mean, look, there are not where a lot of them may be right now. What I, what I, I, I want to think it's these four or five. So I got an email. I got an email from somebody, and I want to I want to read this because I I think some of it is fair, and I'd like to also defend myself. Uh, one person reached out to me and said, John, just one comment. I think there are over eighty ambassador level donors for the U of M. A sampling of five of them should not be used or published as an indication of how the majority of ambassador donors feel. And I responded to this person. I said, I was very careful to insert this line. This is not a scientific survey. It is the opinions of this collection of significant supporters. But I also disagree that just because every single ambassador was not talked to, I disagree that it shouldn't be. You weren't doing a scientific survey. Yeah. If if the New York Times went to Cedar Rapids, Iowa, and asked the citizens of Cedar Rapids, Iowa, what do you think about Joe Biden's presidency? They should have the right to say how they feel, despite only being 10 or 15 or 20 of 330 million, you know? You're, that's just not realistic. I mean, they're still going to publish that article. It's, it's, but I, but I, I would also say that five of 80, okay, is a much bigger drop in the bucket here. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are not 3,500 ambassadors here. Mm-hmm. There aren't that many. And they talk. They all talk. Um, and so I think this is far more – I think that this is far more representative than anything else we've seen. Um, and I know it's not, quote, unquote, on the record, but I know who these people are, and I know what is being said, and I know what they are – I, I know the message they are trying to send here, and I hope that, you know, if you feel like you read this and you get mad at the University of Memphis, good, because maybe w- what you were doing previously wasn't enough. It wasn't working, um, and I know they're doing their best, but there's, there's still, as you put it, more work to be done. you gotta, you got to convince these people that it's a fight worth fighting, mm-hmm. and, and that is not, again, with, with – you know, most of the people that that has not been conveyed well enough yet, um, and maybe it can't be. Maybe it can't be. I don't know. Um, but ultimately, that is Laird's job. That is Laird's charge. Every AD when they co- like RC had a different job when he got the job at Memphis. You know, Tom Bowen had a different charge. Tom Bowen's charge was to fix football. Well, he did that. He had some other things going on that that he, that you know he he was he was he failed basketball. You know, he oversaw the hire of, of Tubby Smith and the end of Josh. He failed there. But he did his number one charge he did succeed at doing, which was getting and propping Memphis and giving Memphis football what it needed to, um, to be successful and to be respectable. He did that. Give him credit for that. Um, you know, Laird's job is to advance. You know, he, he, we were talking about it when he got the job. He inherited a program that was on the surface as healthy as it had ever been. You know, the, the Tigers went to the Cotton Bowl his first year. I mean, you had the, the, the Penny thing uh, had just sort of gotten started in the number one recruiting class. So his job is to take that and to advance it. Um, and I know that there are some complicated dynamics, believe me, but every AD's got those. Every AD in the country is going to have something that he doesn't like and, 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 and some hurdles. Um, you know, I think for, for, for Laird, to me, it's pretty clear that, you know, uh, priority number one, two, three, and four is 
getting the big money people that may be disenfranchised right now or disenchanted right now, getting them back on board. And I and and, and I will say this right now. Jason was Ambassador E. No, not even close. Jason was I I, 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 I don't even think people laugh at that joke. I, people I, people know Jason don't make enough or do enough or even come close. Was it five hundred thousand? Half a million. And then I think, and I, I actually think there's a minimum commitment. It's much smaller than that every year, but it's it's five hundred k up front. So like these people love the University of Memphis. There's no way that you do not love the University well, of Memphis I if wanna, you give five hundred thousand dollars. I want to go back to the point that you're whoever emailed you. It sounded like I can't remember if it was an email mm-hmm. or a text, but you said it's not. They said it's you presenting this as if yes. it's representative is not fair. If it's a small group of people and we know that for memphis it is Mm -hmm. if you've got four (laughs) that are saying (laughs) ain't no way in hell (laughs) or no nil it's a bunch of mercenaries then that matters yes it does because again to go back to your point these are the people you go to the pool is smaller with memphis so even convincing those four to come on board is important for memphis which is again you know only got so many that it can go to yes so yeah, and and you're you're the person that emailed you should understand that, and and you put the line in there. This wasn't a scientific survey. You never, you know, it, it was never put out that that right. was made clear. Yes. And so back to the point, you grab five and four of them say, uh uh-uh, uh, yes. I ain't messing with nil or whatever else, or I'm not fully convinced. There were different degrees of For it. Sure, that matters because it's the same people. It's the same and, group. And, and I don't see the new 10, 20, 30 ambassadors ready to break down the doors and come save the group. That's not happening right now. Laird's having to go to the people that are already there. So four that ain't convinced yet, they absolutely matter. Mm-hmm. Four out of 80 is a lot, man, when you're talking about people that have given over $500,000. That's what I'm saying. It, 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 it's an, and, and, and way more than that, by the way. At, at way the very least, it's like I said, it's getting the temperature of where some of these, again, yes. the people that matter, because they're the ones giving the money to be able to make the moves. Yep. Right? For you for you as fans and everything else, that, that it, it, it what they feel not being convinced should yep. matter to all of you. No doubt. Because in the end, John, to be as competitive as you want to be in the AAC from a football standpoint, because you're right, basketball's got its handle, it's got Bill Lord, it's got Penny, right? To do that, you're going to have to be at a higher level from an NIL standpoint. It is the way. Yep. How, how can you do it? What are you asking? Your, you're asking your coach to go out there and find diamonds with nothing in terms of anything to offer. SMU's offering $36,000 a player. That's not a fair game. Yep. And so if you want it, if you want that, and we know the goals are always, especially now with where the AC's going, to dominate, you got to get with the program. And so, again, it's, it's a matter of convincing those guys. And if, if four of the five aren't on board, within a, you got more work to do. Right? Because that, that's, again, that's where everybody – expects it to be in this new look AAC is at the top. Uh, to, what I'm concerned about is that after the letter, you know, he obviously had the talk before the letter yep. and the video even come out. He had the talk with him. One of your ambassadors there's, there's talked about being convinced, there a, yep. convinced there is that, and, and Ryan's done a good job of keeping everybody in the fold so far. Yes. Did they? Did anybody really hear the call? Like, you know what I'm saying? When Veach put it out, four or five here technically aren't convinced or, or aren't going to do a period. How much did well, that two, help? Well, two you, said unequivocally they're not doing it. One of them, that, but back to point, it could be because du- you got one of them to double down. Yes, they that, think that's it's true. so important now. That's true. So that helps. That, but, that but helps my point is, Laird said it needs to be two to three million. Yep. So, man. Sounds like from the, the the looks of this, you got you got a you got a lot more work to do. Again, that's to compete at the highest level. That's the expectation. Yeah. What can we what, what can we put you down for, big dog? What can we can we put you down for five hundred just dollars? 
not the thousand. I don't again. For the we're, NIL we're, we're talking about ambassadors, bro. We're talking about ambassadors. You're an ambassador of Memphis. Mm-mm. Unofficially, no. You're riding for the city of Memphis. That's what your Twitter bio says. Well, I said that for a long time. Yes. Well, so you did you stop? No, I didn't stop riding for Memphis. What does that mean? Ride? That means supporting Memphis. That means financially. Put, yeah, using my platform to build out you, that Memphis. What did you is think great. about the guy who said I can't explain to my wife that I got to give ten thousand? Dollars to the to go get some high school kids. What did you think of that? The way he put that. Yeah, I, 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 I laughed about it with Jeff. That he can't even get it past his spouse. So this is what I, real last thing on this. I'm what, assuming it could be she couldn't can't get it past her husband. Yeah, I don't know exactly who you call. That's right. Last thing. Last thing I'll say on this is that I I think the NIL stuff and and all, all these people I have a really good relationship with. So like, and I would tell them this. It, NIL is official. But this is the way that college athletics has been forever. Okay, there's nothing different about the NIL other than that it's now above board and out there, you know, and public. People have been getting paid to play at universities since the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just now everybody knows, and now it's like a more open market as opposed but to— But it's everybody, John. It's everybody. Every SMU player gets 36. That, well, that, that's the difference. Well, I, well, been, that's okay, fair. Hey, that's hey, fair. Hey, we need you because we're about the, the to go best. get a five-star. That's, that's true. Now it's literally not, not, everyone. Not, not every kid, though, at every school is getting that, though. That's, uh, that is one case. Again, if you're going to be in a competitive situation, you better have most of your Look, folks earning. Here's what I can do. I can give each player at Memphis 36 bucks. Each football player? Yeah. That's a financial commitment. That's actually a pretty good donation. Yeah. Add that up there, Brad. That's a lot because we want to make sure we got them on the record. I, for that. I would. Uh, call that's up Blair on tape. And put John down for okay thirty six for each football player. Yeah, scholarship, scholarship and scholarship. practice squad. No, I'm not. I'm not paying walk on. Preferred walk ons. Nope. So you're fifty, isn't it? Well, can we call it fifty? Yeah, fifty. Fifty four. Well, what am I in for? Thirty six times fifty. Yeah. Eighteen hundred. Yeah, you just cost a couple grand right that, there. That's a write off right there, buddy. <laughs> no, you know what? They we'll need a bunch it. of those, though. I actually argue you need to focus on that. You need to focus on what John just said. Bennett, Bennett says he's got 10 on it. That's one $10 build. I don't he's, think he's, that's got, he's not doing the whole squad. No, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not totally sure. He may. Uh, he may. You know, GP show is rolling right now. So, look. He's Big Bet Bennett. Yeah. He, he's like the Parlay King he's parlay or something. King, I man. think I mean, his he, other he, nickname. He, he makes so much money from his bets, it's ridiculous. That man turned $8 into 100 He's incredible. Yeah. He is a machine. If he would have bet 800 how much would he have made? Don't, why do you do that? Well, don't worry about the yield. Yeah. Is that 100000 That's how you make degenerates statements like that. Mm-hmm. You're exactly Some right. of us just fine going $2, mm-hmm. $8. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's the, uh, that is the climate for the University Good of Memphis right now. Appreciate that. Yeah, no, it's not really anything I do other than just talk to people that I know and we're gracious enough to do that. Uh, but but the work is certainly cut out for uh, for Memphis. Next story. Y'all heard that the Grizzlies are leading the West. Is that is it? Have y'all heard I, that news yet? You, I think I did hear you mention it first hour. Just want to make sure everybody knew. Grizzlies eviscerated the number one defense in the league. What had been the number one defense? They came down after the Grizzlies scored 142 points on them last night at FedEx Forum. Yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks didn't have a thing. In fact, so much so that they were waving the white flag. Didn't have enough. And that sounds weird to say when you got Giannis and Chris Middleton out there. On most nights, that's going to be enough for them. Um, but wasn't nearly enough against a Grizzlies team that just absolutely rolled them, was good defensively. I shouldn't say good defensively and offensively. They were outstanding on both ends. We mentioned a bunch of times that you held Chris Middleton and Giannis to a combined 6 of 25 shooting. 
Uh, John Morant on the offensive side, 25-10-10. John Morant, I'm on my Grizzlies. Yes, sir. He does that in three quarters. It's the first time a Grizzlies ever had a triple-double uh, before the fourth quarter. Dylan Brooks, too. That that defense, some, John loves this word. He played some hellified defense on Chris <laughs> Middleton. Uh, had Chris so frustrated. He's trying to hurt the man, uh, essentially. And, Chris, I agree with John. Chris Middleton should have been thrown out. Uh, for trying to tie up Dylan Brooks there when he's trying to get back down the court. But not just Chris having three, Giannis 19. And here's the thing, we were talking about who would hold him to open the game, who defends Giannis. Well, Jaron Jackson's out there. He picks up the two two quick fouls that I was worried about, and what happens? Grizz still able to put together enough of a defensive package and different looks on Giannis that you hold him way, way, way below his season average at 19 points. So, uh, defensively, again, Grizzlies didn't move up. They're still in that sixth spot, but the numbers are at a point where get ready. Uh, again, they're going to they're gonna jump up into the top five, and I think by the end of the season be a top three defense in the league. Remember last year they were six, so that would be quite the improvement. Uh, obviously, you do it last night without Jaron Jackson on the floor for an extended amount of time. Dylan Brooks, 18th straight game scoring in double figures for him. We mentioned the great defense on Chris Middleton. Uh, Sane talked about it. We talked about it earlier. Roddy looking very, a lot more comfortable. Career high 15 for him, especially offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, he can really give you a bucket and is getting to a point where he's comfortable doing so just about all the time. Uh, Santi, again, continues to be to be outstanding for this team. I just, I just feel like, again, it was the Bobby Portis play where he blocks Bobby Bobby's trying to uh, out-physical him, get back to the glass, and Santi pulls it down. Of course, was Bobby, just like Chris Middleton, frustrated, tries to tries to hit him. I keep going back. Julius Randle tried to do the same thing. You cannot punk this second-year pro, big uh, Slim Spain. Excuse me, I'm about to call him Big Spain. Slim Spain, uh, he just keeps coming at you. Last night, uh, uh, 10 and uh, – what was it? No, s- where, where's Santi on here? Yes, 14. I was looking for him in the starting lineup, but of course he wasn't because Jaron Jackson was back in there. He had 14 and 3. Uh, just continues again like these other uh, newbies, continues to get more comfortable. Uh, it's about to get tougher after OKC, we know. Uh, Denver, Phoenix, Golden State all coming up. But I'm with Ja Morant, and I said it. Uh, he's with Dylan Brooks, who said it weeks earlier. Uh, this team feels like it's about to get on a roll right now. And if nothing else, last night tells you it is absolutely poised to go after this number one seed. We mentioned it. Pelicans with the loss to Utah last night in overtime. Jordan Clarkson got him. Uh, dropped to a game behind you. You are all out there in first place alone right now. And I don't think you should look at the schedule as, as, as anything that's going to throw. You shouldn't be intimidated by it is the way to put this. Golden State certainly going to be a much different team without Steph. And then, again, it's more of a measuring stick. Against the Denvers, even against the Phoenixes, you'll find out more about this team as it gets set to hit the road. So perfect homestand. Mm-hmm. The Grizzlies closed out five and zero. They're knocking off Milwaukee in the most impressions of uh, most impressive of fashions. It really was. I mean, it really was. Uh, I mean, it was quite literally a perfect homestand, which is just like you know, that's very difficult to do in this day and age. And they played some real teams in there now. I mean, there were some real teams that came in here. Um, and and I think you know. Look <clears throat> before we move on to the next story. I, I think when you're watching, when you're going around the NBA, and you're looking at the you know the Warriors on the road the other night at Indiana, were um, rolling out like Anthony Lamb, you know, like guys you've never even heard of, right? And <laughs> and maybe you haven't heard nationally about these Grizzlies, but the point is is that one one through ten can play anywhere, can start for a lot of teams, will be a rotation guy anywhere. That's the difference with the Grizzlies is that the, the, they have drafted so well, they have drafted better than the majority of the NBA. Like, it's just true. 
That's where it starts, man. Absolutely. It, it starts in that draft. And that's a place that the Grizzlies just were at a, a huge deficiency for so many years. Exact opposite. You know? You couldn't, I mean, that's, that's, that's. Now John, you've stocked the chest with great picks. You know, you had, you're and bringing. You have more. That's exactly in terms right. Of assets and picks in the future. I mean, they really look like they have no misses right now. I mean, that's the crazy thing. We were even down on Roddy to start the year, even still telling ourselves, well, you just see with Sonny, you got to give him a year. This dude's come on now. He's come on right now, 15 points last night. No, he looked. He LaRavia's looked, in, a, in a bit of a spot because they're, like I said, they're treating him as a big, and yep, you got Santi yep, and yep, Jaron yep. healthy. Where, little, where's the time out there? A little but, awkward there. Uh, Roddy's come up and taken advantage of those minutes. Kennedy Chandler has, too, went yeah, offered man. the opportunity. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about blowing, out, blowing these teams out is you're getting these guys NBA experience on the cheap. You know what I mean? I'm telling you, Zaire's helped last year in the playoffs. He's knocking down shots for you, Absolutely. big shots for you. Uh, it could be Roddy this year that's doing that. But back to the point, you feel good enough about it right now that I, it's not a glaring uh, uh, thing standing out like Zach Lowe wrote about to go back to the point real quick. Oh, the Grizzlies need something to shore up the back end of the rotation. The only thing you see is names you don't recognize maybe if you're a Zach Lowe. But right now with the production they're getting, uh, and, and again, remember Desmond Bain's coming back. Uh, you figured at some point in the relatively near future, I mean, hopefully, you know, before January 1st or right after, um, this team, that, that second unit could be one of the best in the league. I just do not see a glaring deficiency right now or need for a, for a, 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 a veteran player on the back of that rotation. Let these rookies cook. Yep. Because it's looking real nice right now what's cooking. Yes, it is. Next story. All right, real quick here. Uh, Memphis basketball is back in action tomorrow. Uh, I guess – Two things we should mention yeah. about Memphis basketball. One is yesterday they kind of dropped it in on us. Uh, there was another recruiting violation uh, that took place. And I, I guess the, the one bit of good news is that they've already resolved it. They've already resolved the, the majority of this. Um, the sides agreed yesterday to resolve them. Uh, they're going to begin serving the penalties. One individual tied to the case challenges the allegations and will go to a he- go to a hearing with an infractions panel <clears throat> with an in- infractions panel here um so it was it was uh another year of probation added to the year uh three years that have already been imposed by that IRP ruling uh two fewer official recruiting visits for this year penny and an, an unspecified assistant have already served self-imposed penalties such as 15 fewer days off campus recruiting for last season quote we acknowledge that a violation occurred in our men's basketball program during the 2021-2022 academic year, and we work directly and collaboratively with the NCAA from an institutional standpoint to negotiate the resolution, the school said in a statement. Not great. Not great when you're already on probation, but I guess it ended up fine. It's not a huge deal, but it's just like if you're somebody that's already been kind of you know, let down by the whole thing, this does not help your, help your cause, you know, being in the new – and again, I – I've heard things, but I'm not able to. Well, I wonder them. if I can get you to that, or if we can figure it out for ourselves now. Because mm-hmm. I just, again, reading the language now mm-hmm. kind of spells it out. Um, in terms of that that individual who's still contesting the violation, mm-hmm. I just want to make sure a couple of things. You I know say where you're here. going. Yes, you said the team has acknowledged. You come right. The te- Memphis has acknowledged a violation occurred. Okay, you still have a staff member, or at least previous staff member that is challenging the allegations. Yeah. Would you have a staff member currently still under the umbrella challenging the violations when the te- the program itself is saying one occurred? No. <laughs> so again, whether it's support staff or an assistant yeah. coach, you go and look, you have to be talking about someone who is no longer 
with the program, correct? Mm-hmm. I think with the language, the way it's spelled out, we can assume that now, that at least it's someone that is no longer with the program. When Memphis has said a violation occurred, but you have a single individual saying, no, no, I'm still challenging the allegations. Mm-hmm. So Rashid, mm-hmm. a support staff member that's no longer there, mm-hmm. Larry Brown, mm-hmm. those are the people, right? Mm-hmm. Cody, because technically, right, he would count as that because he's technically, mm-hmm. he's gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, that narrows it down a bit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think Rashid would m- much care, would he? Right? On uh, contesting his, his the, the, what, the, the allegation. You're helping me. Rashid wouldn't give a hot you-know-what about that. But I'm not going to continue to to help you. Well, you chipped one off. Why are you, why are you so scared to chip another one off Continuing there? to... Uh, you really narrowed it down. Larry it? was close enough that he probably, let's just guess he wouldn't care as much as an active assistant. Larry. Yeah, because you can position him as health, but... You know, it's it's it likely not him. So it, we could assume it's Cody. I don't know, but I don't know. You, you or, might... so it's probably Larry, and you just you do the fall guy health thing, and he's done. So now, you don't, it, now, not now would you go into an escape room with Brad and expect to get out? So it's so it's Larry. <laughs> it, so it's Larry because currently LSU has got him on staff, and he's he's rolling. So it's Larry. I don't know who it is. Yeah, it's Larry because they just health him out. You just put a health memo out, and you're done with this. I truly do not know. For yeah, this sure is very who it, simple. Who this, is a, this is a this is a this is a um, a switcheroo. Yeah, you just put a health memo out, and you're done. I just hope Larry's okay. I and just, you put a health memo out. I uh, I did hear that. Uh, he, this is he, not hard. He, he he was in such bad health last week that he was golfing. Uh, and he decided to visit another recruit while he was golfing. But uh, you know, I I'm continuing to pray for his ongoing health. Larry concern. would care about his record. So it's le- yeah, because his legacy, and he doesn't want to go I'm out just, with something I'm, like I'm that. Just, I'm just going to let you crap. guys since you guys yeah, it's, seem it's to have Larry. all the answers. So here. if I were guessing, I, and I, this is all speculative, I want to stress that. Cody, Probably, I mean, to your point, Cody would care too. But Cody's but been Cody's employed. employed. But Cody's, Cody's employed. And there's been no issues at LSU in terms of him sitting out games or anything like that. So he's rolling in that. So it's not Cody. So it's, it's got to be health man. Now, was there a support guy? Now, it, that, didn't, it didn't say unemployed now. No, no, no. So thank you, bro. No, so thank you. No, we're yeah. just deducing that the, person, uh, that the person who is involved would oh, not be I think you let stuff slip. Okay. No, I don't know. So it's sure. Larry. It's a health situation. I don't know like for any kind, with any kind of certainty who the staff member is. You know, I kind of let you guys go crazy with that. But well, I, you told us Larry's golf. You nailed it, though, Larry. Even if he couldn't work or didn't work, he would still be chomping at the bit. Like I ain't, I ain't going out with this. I'm gonna contest that. Well, remember there those the 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 folks that were critical of bringing Larry on were like, well, oh, you gonna the, bring on Larry with issues. the issues? He's got violations. <laughs> you gonna bring on Larry? To, and so you'd be going out on one. I yeah. think about that. You oh, know, that's a good Larry point. Brown at eighty whatever going out on a violation. Can you imagine? So I'm sure you know. Oh, I, that's I a really a good point. He'd, he'd like to have that off. So you just position it. Yeah. You just position it. Maybe yeah, Larry. It's just simple. Maybe Larry just you know, with a watch, it got you know, and the date. Mm-hmm. Just. Right, that's, that's what we can assume. Remember, I, no, that's was, not it what was an happened. early. It was an early in home. In, in all seriousness, I my very, 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 very vague understanding of this is that it was a quite innocuous thing. Yeah, it was. It, it really was. Like that is my that is my understanding. It was. A, it was a quite innocuous and innocent. You know, cute little thing here. So I don't want you guys to go crazy. Like, hello, Jalen. No, we're not saying hello, it was Jalen like... Duran. My name is Larry Brown. No, we're well, not. it wouldn't have been yeah. Jalen Duran, right? Well, you, need to, you need to stop. It's you one of these to early stop. ones. You need to stop. 
You don't know who it was. We don't know who it was. We don't know who was involved. And Larry left the program for ongoing health concerns. So who, you, you know. You just said, man, healthy as a horse out there on the golf course. That's what you said. Oh, according to Memphis, it was ongoing health concerns, bro. So I'm just going to take their word for it. That's what they put out in the statement. So I'm not sure why you want me to. to you literally just said that. No, I mean, maybe the health concerns. All right, we'd have to go back and revisit the maybe they Maybe they were, uh, maybe they were, you know, cured. But at the time, it was clearly a health situation there. Uh, understood. Uh, Memphis has a game also on Saturday. They will have to put all of this uh, turmoil aside. The distractions. And, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, they'll have to play a game on Saturday against another SEC opponent, Texas A&M, uh, who, unfortunately for Memphis, has turned out to be a pumpkin. Uh, this was, you know, ideally having a home game here, you wanted this to be a ranked team. Uh, they're not only not ranked, they're, they're bad. They're a bad team. They've lost to Colorado. They lost to Murray State. There's another one in there, Jason, that, uh, that, that, that they dropped. Um, so they're just not coming in here with, uh, with, with much of anything in terms of your resume. It's turned into a game that you really just can't afford to lose. Yeah. Uh, Murray State, Colorado, and Boise State. Now, Boise's, what, 51 or so at, at Kempom, so that's what, but they did get waxed by 15 uh, in that one. Texas A&M, one of the better offensive rebound teams in the country. The thing is, you just, you've been doing that against Auburn and Alabama in terms of teams that could do that uh, against you, and you've, you've held up your end of it pretty well in terms of the way you've rebounded and I would say dominated these teams in, inside. Uh, look for that again. DeAndre Williams goes without saying got to keep him on the floor yes you do right and and hopefully Kendrick Davis it looks like it heard he's you know at the Grizzlies game no limps what Jeff said uh he's he's healthy enough to to be good enough to not give back some of what you've gained because we looked at it this morning and it's worse than we thought it's certainly worse than I thought I'd said with Jeff it'd be a bad loss but not so bad no it'd be a bad loss it'd be a quad three loss is what it'd be Uh, because Texas A&M is 86 right now at home you got to be top 75 uh, for that to be a, a quad two, I believe. So it drops off to quad three. You don't need any quad three losses, especially with uh, with what you've picked up in terms of the metrics uh, uh, this it's weekend. What, so handle business. It's at home. Come on. Yeah. And by the way, like it is still a power five win if you get it. You know, those are not to be overlooked. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's the number 86 team in the net. I can't. That, what's unfortunate is to what you started with, that a schedule that at one time looked like, man, this is what you need. This is the kind of schedule that you're going to need to have enough quad one opportunities to impress the committee so that you can get a, you know, as an at-large, get a higher seed. A lot of it's broken bad, man. Auburn Lane looking like a world beater. Texas A&M starts the year ranked. They've fallen off, 86 at the net. So things that you hoped, John, would be quad one, quad two opportunities are now quad threes. Yeah. They haven't caught many breaks with, with how everybody else has played. Now Ole Miss looking like slop. Mm-hmm. You know, that one hurts you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ole Miss lost to UCF so you, at yeah, home. Yeah, you can put up the whole, yeah, we beat, you know, went 4-1 and one against the SEC. But Maybe UCF's going to end up being a little bit better than people that, thought, that, that could balance out what you yeah. lose with Texas A&M a little bit because the, the opportunity now, it looks like down there at UCF will be a quad one. They'll be high enough that that road win would be a quad one opportunity. You need that to – you need UCF to stay there. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know how much confidence you've gotten. Well, now. they did beat uh, the hell out of Tarleton State, as you know. They handled Ole Miss. Whose coach is? I don't know. Billy Clyde, fool. Why would I know that? Because it's Billy Gillespie. I thought you'd know where he was going, man. Mm-hmm. He's on his he's on his career redemption tour, and he ain't stopping until he gets I to Memphis. Paid any attention to Gillespie? Long time. Yeah, well, he's but it's nice to get the update on him. He. he <laughs> mm-hmm. How's Tony doing? Tony. 
Yeah, one and eight that first year. You know, he's got son at, at Alabama State. Oh, yeah, that's a tough one. Madlock. That's a tough He'll one. be coming in here for the tune-up before they go into conference play. Yeah. It's the game after Texas A&M yeah. next Wednesday. Yeah, but uh, anyway, yes, it'll be a fun uh, fun weekend for Memphis basketball. All right, here's what's going to happen. Patty's picks, 1 o'clock. After that, Ooh. Uncle Phil, our man Uncle Phil, is going to join us, and we'll talk to him, uh, introduce you guys to Uncle Phil. He, uh, I'm hoping that he will uh, join us next college football season because, as you guys know, while we absolutely clean up in the professional ranks. Mm-hmm. We're both just not nearly as sharp in college. So that is where our man Uncle Phil comes in. Been doing it for 36 years. So we'll talk to him, get to know him, uh, and uh, see what he thinks about the college ball playoff, right? Uh, Georgia is going to be TCU. Michigan have a chance. Absolutely. All that and more. Excited to meet him and talk to him. Uncle Phil's going to join us at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, how are you trying to film? ESPN. You know, with the NFL, you can always find new trends, new players popping up, so many teams. Uh, it, when it comes to betting, new player game props, what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine all those, the props, the other bets from the same game score, an even bigger payout, perfect for a great weekend slate of games in the NFL. Now, same game, probably just one of the reasons uh, why I love FanDuel. Easy to use, easy to register, easy to deposit, uh, especially for beginners, and easy to place your bet, especially on live betting. You can bet fast during a game if you see a trend that you like. So it doesn't have to be before the game starts. Fast withdrawals as well when you win. FanDuel's going to get you those winnings back in your account fast. There's no feeling like nailing the same game parlay. So lock in that bet today on FanDuel Sportsbook. Be on the lookout to beginners for those pre-built SGPs. A good way to break in. New to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code JSMITH for your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's promo code JSMITH. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online, real money wager. Only $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues, non-withdrawable free bets. They expire 14 days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fan.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Make your parlays pop this holiday season on Superbook. Win some money from Vegas with the weekly parlay bonus from Superbook Sports. So you place a three-team football parlay. Superbook will give you a $10 bonus voucher. It's your holiday bonus courtesy 
of Superbook Sports. Rack up the wins, earn some holiday cash by betting parlays with Superbook. Download the Superbook Tennessee app, place your parlays today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-889-9789. Jason, can I give you an update in the Bahamas Bowl, bro? Yeah, I'll take it, actually. I'm gonna, I'm getting in bowl mode now, thanks to you. Nine, uh, it is 13-10. to 10. Ooh, a lot of scoring. Miami, Ohio with a lead. Okay. Where, where, how much time we got left? We got a minute 43 in the third. It's flying. It's flying. Trenton Dilfer's not coaching. Did way. you see him on the sideline, though? He's, like, taking pictures with cheerleaders and stuff. And yeah. He's, he's engaging the uh, the fans. I can't know. wait to see what how that unfolds down it's there. It's odd. Maybe. It's a little odd. And I will tell you, like, he got the job. Um, isn't Drew Brees the interim at Purdue? Yeah. Yeah, like I, Drew, I think I'm pretty sure Drew Brees is the coordinator. Interim. I believe, right? He, okay, he's the interim something at at Purdue. Mm. All right, and uh, <laughs> Purdue just hired the defensive yeah, coordinator from assistant. Illinois. He's an the, assistant. Yeah. yeah, he's an assistant there at Purdue. And you got like, look, we talk about like minorities and and diversity and getting like uh, picked over and things like that, and it's absolutely true. But now it's like it's everybody's getting picked over. If you're a college football lifer, black, white, whatever. As soon as an NFL player decides he wants to get into the game, like he just gets the job, you know. Which I feel like I I guess look that's the way of the world. That's life, you know. You go I mean, from the name. How, how much different is Trent than Penny, in the sense they were both at the high school level? Can we we say Penny was much different because he had the grassroots organization? They were both doing it at the high school level. They both will have their doubters because of that yeah. coming in. Yeah, he's yes, different. Not I, I, your I, I alma mater. Not Trent your might blood. not be the uh, great greatest example, but like. Uh, Josh McCown, you know, mm-hmm. uh, earlier when the when the, the Texans wanted to hire him, no question, you know, and that was wrong. I mean, Drew Brees goes from being on the NBC to being in on a, on the sidelines for no other reason than he played quarterback in the NFL. Did you hear who uh, who Lipscomb is getting to replace? Ooh, I'm curious in this. Who is it? Who is it? I think it's out there. You can look it up. No, I haven't seen it because I because I don't have the story. Oh, is it me. somebody of note? Yeah, noteworthy. So they went out. Their booster said, "All right, we gotta go get us a big one because we just had Trent Dilfer." They got like Jason Witten coming in from a uh, high school no in Texas. Yeah, Whoa. Go, I think go check it. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if the hire's oh, official. Sure that... I know they were talking about it. Did you but see? But back to your point yeah. about going out. Oof. You know, they, Lipscomb's got money. They can go out. You know, and go in. I, I, I my Crazy. feelings go woo uh, Witten from Texas. Go get him another. Go get him another name. Wow. Yeah. That was that was the word was that he was going to be the replacement. <laughs> That's crazy. Over at, uh, at Lipscomb. He's interviewing. Mm-hmm. He's, I don't. I don't know if he ended up. They're tar- So the latest story is they're targeting him. So I don't know if he's yeah. if he's going to do it. Uh, or- it's literally about the million they can offer, dude, as a high school football coach. It's something. And I'm exact a million. Something crazy. Okay, I'm about to say, bro. I mean, did, that's insane. Did y'all see what Lipscomb did in the finals of that league? Yeah, they punished. Uh, they won by forty over CPA. You uh, you know he's got the. Uh, there's a. It's a reality show. Have yeah, y'all seen I, it? I, yeah, I watched it. it was I saw on the, the first episode. I watched it. What'd you think? I mean, well. He punishes teams, though. He's good. Yeah, he is, and, and we know he will yell at his kids. He put hands on Getting one of them on to him. a point. That, but but um, I listened to the way he talked to them and said, y'all are about to do things that you've never done before, but you're going to have to, you know, we're going to take it to a level in terms of pushing you that you've never been before. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 